Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 454. You have to look at uh, what's out there and the beauty of it all, and it's, it's incredible. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Craig Booth. Craig, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yes. I love this. This All right. Great to have you here. Craig Booth and his wife, Pamela, are automotive ceramic artists who put their talents to work creating sculptures of cars and characters who drive them. His Cartoons company is a platform for his studio and online business where Craig views cars as unique machines with lives of their own. Their whimsical, beautiful works of art are often made to order and customized to match his automobiles, bikes, boats, and even the people who own them. The details are so precise in their pieces that they get down to the automotive specifications and even their customers' eye colors. I own some of Craig's work and it's quite spectacular. Craig, I've told our listeners a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, maybe share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your passion for making automobiles out of clay? Yes. uh, Well, uh, I love clay way back about 40 years ago, and I used to do pottery and things like that. And, of course, uh, I'm a car nut. I've always been, and I've owned a British car since I was 16 years old, and I still own one. And uh, so one day I said I have to uh, do something uh, to make money rather than just go to the car shows. And my wife said the same things, you know, she didn't want to go. So I made a car and then I made a bunch of them. I went to Hershey's and I sold them. Yeah. And then out of clay. And then, of course, after that, uh, people kept saying, can I have me with my car or can I give an award for somebody mm-hmm. with uh, a special car, customized, personalized? Sure. And uh, so Pam came in because she's a figurative sculptor. So we worked together for over 30 years. We've been doing this in thousands of cars all over the world. Uh-huh. And uh, we're, we work on wire now, too. That's another thing we do. It's uh, reflections in the back when the light hits it. Uh-huh. And I'm doing it even uh, as much as huge garages we've done. We do dinner plates. We do tables, lamps, everything. So whatever somebody says they want something, we, I always say yes, even though 
I never did it before. And it always works. <laughs> it's a great way to go through life, a great way to be creative and try new things. That's fantastic. Well, as we continue on your journey, Craig, I always like to start by asking a success quote. This is a saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Craig, take the wheel. Uh, I just say uh, follow your passion if you uh, care about art the main thing in clay or any media uh so many people uh, that i've known through the years they started it but then they went away from it but Mm -hmm. we've been doing this so long and there's there's only really a handful of us still around that's been doing it for so long doing it as an artist and like everybody says the starving artist part but um, if you don't uh, keep doing it follow your passion yeah. It, uh, you're not going to get anywhere. Well, I, I've heard this from many of my guests who are artists, and I've had dozens of artists on the show that are everything from sculptors to model makers to painters and all sorts of things, fabricators. And, and they've all said the same thing, that you just have to get up every day and just keep producing. Even the days that you don't feel like it, you have to just keep producing. You know, it's like a writer. Put the pen to paper, write a few words down, and keep moving forward. It's so, so important. It's great. And following your passion as you've done and all the past guests here on Cars, yeah, makes it even more important as well. Now, would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment in your life that you can go back to when you really realized you were a car guy? Yes, I was about eight or nine years old. I saw, or maybe it must have been older than that, but I saw in a magazine, Triumph Spitfire, and I just loved the lines of it and i just fell in love with that i lived down the jersey shore and if if a new corvette or new jaguar would come they always went to the shore it was a place to show off your car Uh and i saw all these cars and it was just something then when i got out of high school first thing i did was buy a brand new spitfire so oh uh, no kidding uh, you got to get a brand new spitfire that's cool. Well, back then it was on nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, nineteen hundred dollars was a lot back then, but uh, yeah. th- that's pretty darn cool. And you say you drive a British car now? Do you still have a Spitfire? Uh, no, no, no. I I just just sold a, a B that I had for uh, forty five years. Oh but my I have goodness. a Mini now, but I I, I had okay. to sell the B because I just I'm on the road too much. But yeah, I, I have to have a British car. I'm just. A, I'm not <laughs> I understand. British cars are what started it all for me. My dad had an MGTC when I was a little, little boy, five ah. years old, and I remember riding around and behind him on that little luggage rack on the back pretty much and uh, tooling around town. Very cool. Yeah, we've got some leaky British oil in our veins, I think. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to take my kids to Virginia or to Vermont and everything else in the back, that ledge on an MGB. Yeah. Two kids. Yep. I even put a seatbelt back there. I mean, that's, that's so illegal now. Yeah, a little different <laughs> times, different times. Well, Craig, what I'd love to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk a little bit about a great challenge or even better, a big failure that you faced along the way. But the real important part of this has to do with how did you overcome that situation? What did it teach you? Well, my main problem, I am dyslectic and I'm severely dyslectic. I have problems, you know, with reading and everything else. But Mm -hmm. art, you can be, you can do what you want in art. You don't have to do this. Everything is by visual. Okay, now I uh, look at things when I have a huge project. I do a 70-foot wall. I'll look at it in my mind and create it in pieces, and it all goes together. Mm-hmm. And But as far as me reading a manual, writing a letter, you know, thank God for 
spell check. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, and you know it's uh, it expresses art, makes you a different person completely, and without it uh, or passion of anything else uh, that a person wants. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a, a downer for the dyslectic part. But luckily, I have family and that works with me. Yeah, you know, this is very interesting, and I appreciate you sharing a very personal part of your life with us. I've had many guests on the show that have been challenged with dyslexia, and is there maybe one word of optimism you can offer those listeners out there that are dealing with this, that feel like, gosh, how am I ever going to get somewhere, achieve somewhere with this this challenge I have? Is there there's something that you've learned along the way that you can share with them that'll give you give them a ray of hope, some some inspiration. Yes, <clears throat> again, it's uh, um, follow your passion. Uh, uh, not only that, I do art. I own convenience stores for over thirty years, and we own many different uh, businesses in convenience stores and delis and food stores. And that's besides the art. I did it both, so I I never looked back. I never thought I had a uh, a problem, and I just did it, and I did it my way. I couldn't do it corporate way right. if I was working for a company. Yeah, and uh, so uh, nothing slowed me down. It's just in just in my mind that slowed me down. But nothing. <laughs> you know, I think that's for a lot of people. We all plant things in our mind that slow us down, and we need to realize there's always a workaround. There's always a way to get it done, and it's just a matter again of taking your passion and moving forward, and just uh, taking one step at a time. So, well, thank you for sharing that. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I like to call a a career aha moment. It's a time when those headlights come on and kind of illuminated your way for this new direction you had. Tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into your success. Uh, Yeah, the aha moment is when I uh, uh, worked with clay. I was potting, and then all of a sudden I uh, said to myself, I have to make something else to... uh, to make money, and I took a piece of clay and made a car. And to me, seeing that car and the beauty of the lines, like I said, the Spitfire, I fell in love with because of the lines. So I could make these lines, even though I sort of copied it, but then I do a whimsical. All my work is whimsical. Right. And to me, it was just an incredible feeling, and I just started something totally new, totally new. You know, I really love this this whole concept here because – you took something that you had a skill at. You were a, a pot maker. You threw pots, I assume, on a wheel. And, right. You know, yeah. And everyone understands how that works and so forth. But then to take that clay off the wheel and start forming something that represents something you're passionate about and then realizing, like you mentioned at a show, that, you know what, somebody might want to buy these things from me. This is kind of cool. <laughs> and the fact that yeah. you customize them, I make, I think, makes it even more special because we all like to have little models of our cars or copies of our cars. I've even seen you guys have done things with boats. Yes, boats yeah. and planes. And airplanes. Aardvarks. Aardvarks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do anything. We'll do anything. Very cool. I love that. But one part is, is interesting is people, when I go to a, a show and I meet a client, and they'll say, it's still the first thing I see when I walk into the house. Uh-huh. Or I go up to it, or if the, if the person passed or whatever, they'll say, they'll touch the car and the person. Yeah. And think that they're still there. Yeah. And uh, you know, for 30 years, we've been doing so much. And, and that is so much rewarding oh, yeah. to us. To uh, Rather than just a sculpture, this is a, a personal thing for that family. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what makes it so special. Very, very cool. Let's talk a little bit about being proud and proudest career moments. Is there one in particular that stands out for you that you could share with us? 
Well, besides what I just said, but when I uh, I know uh, I have this client. I did a lot of work for his garage, and uh, uh, and I he invited me up there. It was a big party and everything else. And as soon as I walked in, he introduced me as the artist and walked all around. This is a man who owns unbelievable amount of cars, and and his passion for the cars is unbelievable and mm-hmm. the beauty. And he accepts me as the same. Thing as an artist, and yeah. most of the people in cars love art. Also, I noticed that. So, and that's uh, and it goes together. Most of it does. And to me, to get be to be rewarded by this gentleman and uh, and many other people, same way. But it's just it's just that part is exciting. Yeah, I think so. That's probably why I have literally dozens of artists who've been guests here on the show that create things that car collectors love to own, to hang inside yeah. their home or put on their desk because. You can't usually park your car in your house. You usually can't park it on the wall. <laughs> um, so I think that's why a lot of us like have little models or representations of cars we wish we had or cars we do have, and the same with artwork on the wall. Very special. Now let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car, and maybe you could share a memory you have with that vehicle? Well, I lived down the Jersey Shore, and I bought a, a 55 Volkswagen 18-window bus. Mm. And it, it had... Um, you know, paisley curtains and, and uh, all different colors that a surfboard on the top, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So in, in New Jersey, they have inspection stations. They don't have them anymore. But you had to drive through the separate inspection station. So I went through it, you know, all different colors, and I uh, gave the guy at the end. He says, it says blue on this registration. <laughs> I says, well, we, I went home. We got a can of paint, painted it blue. Oh, my gosh. Went back. <laughs> And he goes, I remember he curses at me and everything else. And he says, okay, go. We went back, got a case of beer, and it went back to all the colors again. <laughs> and I did this for two years. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> now, wouldn't it have been easier just to change the color on the registration rather than repaint the whole bus? They don't. They didn't have multicolors. That's oh, what he said. Oh, that was the problem. Okay, multicolor. Multicolors. Wow. Where, where's blue? I said, here's the blue on the fender. But no, no, no. It, it didn't have multi-color. <laughs> That's funny. Very funny story. Thanks for sharing that. Now, how about Sellers Remorse? Is there a vehicle that you've owned over the years that you sold that you really wish you had back in your garage for sentimental reasons? Well, again, I, I just sold an MGB that I had for 45 years, and I, I'd love to have that back. If just It was just its time because I didn't drive it for quite a few years, and, and it was actually in our studio. Speaking of, it was right in the studio. Oh my gosh. So I need a little more room because I'm doing some bigger projects. So. Yeah, but so I, it was I failed, time to go. I put it for sale and, and it, well, didn't want to, but somebody came up and gave me money and I, you know. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> but it, it would look great in the studio. That was great. <laughs> uh, that's fun to get to park a car in your studio. I know I've talked about one time I asked my wife, I, I had an old vintage motorcycle, if I could park it in the, in the house. And she kind of looked at me and said, like, where? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I ended up parking in my office, so, you know, that was a good place for it. But uh, now how about current projects? We're in the new year here, and what are some of the new and exciting things that you guys are working on there, you and Pamela? Clay, I'm doing a bunch of wall hangings and think that I'm going to Amelia Island. That's some new stuff, and I'm bringing things. But I'm also working on a the concept that I did for an outside uh, sculpture, eight-foot sculpture at a stainless steel. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a, a neighbor of mine who's uh, creating it for me. And I plan to bring that to some shows and uh, put it outside. And it's a, another project. And uh, it's I always I come up with eight or nine projects at one time. I have them all over in 
sections besides the commissions that I do. Uh-huh. And I'm always improving it and doing things. And uh, so I just, it's the latest big, huge wall hang I did. That was, it hangs up the current one that I just did. Oh, very cool. And I get, we're working on a, another big garage, a 70-foot wall garage, but it's not signed yet, but we're working on that. Very cool. So you're going to be at Amelia Island at the Concord. Yes, we You'll will. be displaying yes. there. So our listeners who go to that event can come up and look at your products, look at these beautiful sculptures that you create, meet you, talk to you, and and uh, get a yep. visual on what we're sharing here today, right? Yes, definitely. Very cool. I love it. Yeah, Bill Warner, who's been a guest here on Cars Yeah, who puts that spectacular event on, uh, is a great guy, and uh, I hope to try to make it back to that event this year. That's fantastic. Now, here's a very introspective question, and I like asking artists this question because of your creative mind. Craig, if you were a car... What kind of car would you be and why? Uh, it would have to be a, a British car because of the smells and the noise. That's just me. That's you smell and make a lot of noise. I'm afraid, oh, to, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm afraid yeah. to take that any further. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> – yeah. yep, yep. Well, that would be the – Well, let's narrow this down a little bit because we got to get a little <laughs> bit more specific now that we've got our – our listeners' uh, interest peaked here with smelling and making noise. Let's pick a British car. Let's pick a mark that you think fits your personality. Oh, a Morgan. Uh, a Morgan. I love oh. a Morgan. I love the vintage. Yeah. Of course, I got my vintage. Yeah. And I just love the, um, the fenders and the, yeah. and the headlights and uh, and it's just the, the styles of all. Even the newer ones, it's incredible. Yeah, so fantastic. I just love the Morgan. <laughs> I love it. So Craig's an old Morgan. Very nice. Well, yeah, well yeah. Craig, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Craig, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions here and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Okay. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, automobile uh, <clears throat> advice. Uh, put oil in your uh, MG a lot. <laughs> Make sure the oil's topped up. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah, important. Yeah. That's pretty much important for any vehicle, except uh, maybe some <laughs> of the electric cars we've got out there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep the oil out of those. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped you be successful over the years? It's. I just love the passion of, of doing more than one thing. Like I said, I have so many projects going at once, and and for me, it's just to keep going, keep going, uh, stay busy. I, I never never stop. Like I said, I don't have a day off. I just I always in the studio, always in the studio, and just working. And we have three different studios, so we're in different ones. My wife uh-huh. has her own, and I have mine. We work together as a project, right? But she has hers, and I have mine. You know, separately, separately. <laughs> There's the secret to life, uh, listeners out there. If you're doing what you love, it isn't work. It's a passion. 
And it doesn't matter because you get to do it all day and all night whenever you want. So that's what makes it pretty cool. Yeah, you can dream it. That's a thing. You can dream it too. Yep, yep. I dream about podcasting. Do you have a res- <laughs> Do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy? My website. There you go. Is, <laughs> yep. For as far as me, uh, it's a www.cartoonsbyboost.net. There you go. Sorry, sorry resource yeah very cool now how about a, a book i know you talked about uh battling dyslexia but is there maybe one book maybe it's a coffee table book or some book that you or pamela have read that you think our listeners would really enjoy you know like i said i don't really read i have a lot of books but they're all for research for uh-huh. pictures and i really never read the articles because of the dyslexic part how about audio books though there's lots of audio books audio these books. days yeah. yeah, yeah. My my wife, when we go to shows, she she uh, does do a bunch of audio books. But I I don't really have a favorite. I'm sure she would have. Oh yeah, the Steve Job one. I remember having that recently. Oh yeah, that's a great book. A great listen for sure. Well, I'll make sure yeah. I list that on your show notes page. It's a fantastic book. I've had many guests recommend that book. It's very uh, inspirational and some really interesting inside looks into Steve Jobs and the company and the man behind the scenes, if you will. So I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources on Craig's show notes page at carsyad.com slash Craig Booth. All right, Craig, well, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the price because I'm going to buy you whatever car in the world you want. What would that one vehicle be and why? Again, it's the Morgan. Uh, it's not for a high-priced car or anything like that. Of course, it's it's up there now, but uh, um, it's the beauty of the lines and the, and again the sounds and, uh-huh. and the smells and the, and the challenge of keeping it going. And uh, <laughs> yes, to me, that that's more important. And when you're on the road and you you know you you feel air, you hear the sounds and the, yeah. everything. It's it's an incredible car. Is there a specific year of Morgan that you're really fond of? Is there? Not really. I guess they're basically the same back in the, you know. Fantastic cars. Really uh, great fun. I'll have uh, a great time looking for a Morgan for you, and I'll ship it out there to the, <laughs> to the East Coast and uh, make sure that it arrives safe and sound so you can enjoy all the smells and sounds that a Morgan <laughs> makes. Craig, you've yes. taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed talking with you and learning more about you and your stories and the man behind the art, as I may have mentioned to our listeners, I met Craig long ago at Laguna Seca. I bought some of his pieces, and then each year I'd go back, I'd buy a few more, and they're all in my son's room now in uh, nice little frames hanging on the wall. But uh, I encourage our listeners to check out the website and see all the great work that he and Pamela are producing. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Morgan? You know, again... Follow your passion, as I said before, getting repetitive, but I feel that uh, that's the most important part. And, of yep. course, enjoy art. I mean, how much can it be for uh, the people to look at art yeah. and, and look at uh, – yeah, like we – our house right now is uh, overlooks a huge mountain. And uh, um, we have people that come to the house and just don't even look at the mountain, and then here it is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the whole thing. And you have to look – at uh, what's out there and the beauty of it all. Absolutely. It's incredible. Absolutely. And again, let's remind our listeners the best way for them to go online and learn more about you. What's your website? Okay, it's www.cartoonsbyboost.net. 
Okay, and is cartoons all one word? Yeah. No, it's all one word. Cartoons by Booth. Cool. Great. Well, again, you can find links to all of these great things on Craig's show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type Craig, C-R-A-I-G, into the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with links to everything. If you're going to be at Amelia Island, make sure you walk up and say, Hey, Craig, I heard you on Cars Yeah. Thanks again, Craig, for being so generous with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.